The following episode of Lyrics of Their Life podcast deals with serious issues such as drug references, sexual references and violence that may be distressing to some listeners. It is not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to Lyrics of Their Life, the podcast that talks about the extraordinary lives lived by those that wrote or performed the songs we know and love. I'm your host Adam Hampton and in today's episode we jump right back into the story of Billie Eilish as Billie releases her second studio album titled Happier Than Ever and battles many major tests and hurdles in her life such as tour cancellations due to the pandemic, social media trolls targeting Billy for her appearance, the end and the beginning of relationships, dealing with crazed fans and stalkers, and coping with life as a modern-day pop icon at such a young age, as Billy battles to keep her life as normal as possible. So without further ado, let's get back into the story. This is part three of the Billie Eilish story. This is Lyrics of Their Life. On the 30th of July, 2020, Billie Eilish would give her fans their first taste of her second studio album with the lead single, titled My Future, being released to the public. The beautiful ambient ballad, which picks up throughout the song into a groovy R&B beat, sees Billie singing about being lonely during the COVID-19 pandemic and after going through some rough breakups, the time alone gave her time to reflect and focus more on herself and what she would like to achieve in the coming years without someone else either holding her back or influencing her future. As Billy was quoted as saying, We wrote the song in like two days. This is the most we've ever worked in one period of time. But we record, we wrote it like a month into quarantine probably, and it was pouring rain. It was such a perfect setting. And then we recorded the vocal in Phineas's studio, which is just in his basement, in his house. It was exactly where my head was at. Hopeful, excited, and a crazy amount of self-reflection and self-growth. But recently, it has also taken on a lot of new meaning in the context of what's happening in the world now. Billy expanded on this when talking to Apple Music by saying, quote, I spent years and years relying on having someone. I could never be alone. It's not something you'd think about being hard, but when you're in that alone zone, it's a new feeling. I feel like people, everything is about love. There's nothing that talks about how being alone is really powerful. When speaking to Annie Mack on BBC One, Billy claimed that the song was actually inspired by the positive outlook displayed in Michael Bublé's song, I Just Haven't Met You Yet, 
As Billy was quoted as saying, That song, when I was that age, I used to listen to it night and day just because it made me hopeful. I was also really depressed at the time and sad all the time, and that song made me excited for the future. Displaying Billy's beautifully developing soulful vocals, the track My Future would achieve critical praise and would peak inside the top five in three countries, including Australia and New Zealand, followed by six in the US, seven in the UK, and number nine in Canada. My Future provided a much more upbeat and positive outlook compared to her previous album's material, with one particular line reading, I'm in love with my future, can't wait to meet her. Which of course, would set the tone for the majority of the album. During September 2020, Billy would even release her very own line of ukuleles through the world-renowned brand, Fender, as Billy had often used ukuleles in her songs in the past, such as in the track 8. While during this same month, Billy also held a number of online performances on YouTube with Phineas and other musicians to raise awareness and support for others doing it tough during the pandemic. On the 12th of November 2020, the second single from Billy's upcoming album was released with the brutal pop track, Therefore I Am. Billy stated that the song was up for interpretation depending on the listener, but judging by the lyrics, Billy is in fact singing to all the haters and the media types, often using her star power to sell their stories or using her name for clickbait, as the media and trolls had often been guilty of fat-shaming Billy, critiquing her image, her baggy clothing and her body in general, among other untrue rumours they had circulated about her, like queer baiting, and then they expect to come crawling back when Billy has some news that would only benefit them. So the media then act like Billy's friend again to attempt to land the latest goss or news coming in from her camp. Only for Billy to pretty much tell them all to go to hell as she sings, I'm not your friend. Billy also expresses her anger that the media claim to know everything about her by misquoting her or representing her in a way that they think they know her and how unfair it is that she often doesn't directly know their names and can't slander them, yet they have a free pass as the lyrics back this theory up as Billy sings the lines, Stop. What the hell are you talking about? Get my pretty name out of your mouth. We are not the same with or without. Don't talk about me like how you might know how I feel. Top of the world, but your world isn't real. Your world's an ideal. I'm not your friend or anything, damn. You think that you're the man. I think therefore I am. I don't want press to put your name next to mine. We're on different lines. So I want to be nice enough. They don't call my bluff. Because I hate to find articles, articles, articles. Rather you remain unremarkable. When they say your name, I just act confused. These lyrics also suggest Billy is also singing about a person in particular, perhaps being her ex-boyfriend or someone involved in the management of Billy's career, as she refers to them as the man who is only there to profit off of her and is perhaps leaking things to the media for personal gain and to slander Billy. 
Billy derived the term therefore I am from the 17th century French philosopher René Descartes, where he writes about confronting scepticism from outsiders. As René claimed that by doubting our existence, we prove our reality. The music video for Therefore I Am was kept quite simple, with Billy seen running through an abandoned mall called the Glendale Galleria Shopping Mall in California, while taking snacks from a variety of stores, only to be chased out at the end by security. The video was shot during COVID, hence the simplistic nature of the video, and was filmed with an iPhone, with Billy herself directing the clip and representing that she doesn't give a crap what the media say about her weight or body as she grabs a number of unhealthy snacks and rubs it in their face, showing she simply doesn't care. Therefore I Am peaked at number one in six countries, including New Zealand and Greece while also making it to the top five in about 16 other countries, including Australia, Canada, and both the US and UK, where it made it to number two. Towards the end of 2020, Billy even revealed to Vanity Fair magazine that she had around 16 tracks in the works, hinting that her second studio album was right around the corner, and that there would be plenty of new material for her loyal fans to sink their teeth into. During the new year, on the 21st of January 2021, Billy teamed up with Spanish musician Rosalia to release a song titled Lo Vasar Olvidar as part of the season 1 soundtrack for the new TV show Euphoria. The track even managed to fare quite well on the charts, reaching number 2 in New Zealand, 4 in the Czech Republic and 6 in Lithuania while in the UK, it limped into number 35 and struggled to crack the top 50 in both Australia and the US. On February 26, 2021, a documentary through Apple TV was released called Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, which follows her journey to fame from her debut single Ocean Eyes and her latest world tour and debut album. Also included in the documentary is Billy working alongside her brother Phineas on tracks in their bedroom studio, along with appearances from Billy's mother, her now ex-boyfriend Q, and their relationship breakdown, the time Billy first met her idol, Justin Bieber, for the very first time, during an Ariana Grande performance at Coachella, her struggles with Tourette's, and being a perfectionist, Billy receiving her driver's license and her dream car, which is a matte black Dodge Challenger, and the moment Billy was frustrated and embarrassed when she badly sprained her ankle during a gig in Milan, Italy, forcing her to regrettably cancel the remainder of the show after jumping around and landing awkwardly on her ankle during a performance of Bad Guy. This would sadly be a regular occurrence for Billy, who also broke her ankle at Lollapalooza in 2018. However, this time she broke her ankle backstage when she claimed that someone had stolen her beanie, and as she went searching for it in a fit of rage, jumping around the place, she landed awkwardly on her ankle and broke it, claiming it was one of the most stupid things she has ever done. The injury would leave her on crutches and in a moon boot until it healed up, 
and she even continued to conduct her routine interviews to promote her upcoming album. A book titled Billie Eilish would also be released around this time, featuring a large collection of photos taken over Billie's life from birth to now. On March 14th, 2021, Billie and Phineas would attend the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards, with Billie being nominated for four awards, three of which were for her song, Everything I Wanted. Billy took home two wins for Record of the Year for Everything I Wanted and Best Song Written for Visual Media, being the song No Time to Die for the James Bond film. Arguably the best track from Billie Eilish's new album would be released on the 29th of April 2021, titled Your Power. Your Power was far different from anything the pair had tried to write before, and featured both spine-tingling vocals from Billy and beautiful acoustic guitar playing from Phineas, as Billy's voice soars and provides a powerful message about abusive relationships unlike anything she had produced before. The lyrics in the track are also some of the pair's best work up to this point, as Billy appears to sing about her abusive relationship with her ex-boyfriend Brandon Adams, aka Seven Amp, or Q, and the effect this had on Billy, as the song becomes much darker lyrically as it goes on, despite the song radiating a heavenly and relaxing melody throughout the song. This theory, relating to Q however, was unverified by Billy, who claimed that the song was about a range of experiences, and not one person in particular, and that she really wants her listeners to make their own minds up about what it means to them, and for it to spark change or reflection in their own lives, and gain that power back, and never let someone stand over them. While the song could well be directed at Q, with Billy not wanting to draw unwanted media attention his way, therefore leaving his name out of the song, Upon further digging, the lyrics perhaps have multiple meanings, as previously suggested by Billy, and also suggest that one of the relationships that Billy is singing about is the one that she shares with her record label Darkroom and Interscope Records, or her management in particular, with lines such as, Try not to abuse your power. I know we didn't choose to change. You might not want to lose your power, but having it's so strange. Billy continues on by singing the lines, I thought that I was special. You made me feel like it was my fault. You were the devil. Lost your appeal. Does it keep you in control? For you to keep her in a cage. And will you only feel bad if it turns out that they kill your contract? The references to contracts being kept inside a cage being the devil and making Billy feel special in the beginning before turning this around later on is something many artists report that their record labels do. For example, many artists feel like they are stuck in a contract and like they're a caged animal, unable to explore their more creative side and are left to produce only what the label sees fit. These lyrics also suggest that perhaps there was some sort of frustration coming from Billy about her current contractual situation and that this was a way of venting those frustrations without directly providing names. 
Also highlighted were the dangers of the music industry for young up-and-comers, hinting at themes such as statutory rape and sexual harassment, with creepy older men mostly running these labels and calling the shots, while exploiting young female artists like Billy herself, perhaps alluding to negative experiences that Billy or others she knows personally who have had issues with male figures in the industry when she sings the line... And you swear you didn't know. You said you thought she was your age. How dare you? And how could you? Will you only feel bad if it turns out that they kill your contract? As dark and disturbing as this line sounds, Billy is suggesting that someone within the music industry that is known to her to have been with a minor or younger woman and that this particular man was only scared for it to come out as they'll lose their recording contract. Not the moral fact that they were with someone that was underage, despite claiming they didn't know until they were told their age. Another line also alludes to the underage relationship, which reads, She was sleeping in your clothes, but now she's got to get to class. With all this in mind, and while it could well be true that it was about someone in the music industry, other than her ex-Q, it is likely that Billy is singing about the rapper Q, or Brandon Adams, Billy's ex, as he was 22 years of age when he started dating Billy, who was just 17 years old. It appears at times Billy sings in third person to allude that the song is about another young girl, but it's likely that she is singing about herself in the third person. Billy also mentions looking up to this individual like a quote, hero, only for that image to be ruined within a year from the abuse and lack of control in her own life. Billy actually alluded to being sexually abused when she was a child, when she told British Vogue magazine, quote, I used to not understand why age mattered, and of course, you feel like that when you're young, because you're the oldest you've ever been. You feel like you're so mature, and you know everything. People forget that you can grow up and realise shit was fucked up when you were younger. While in a BBC 100 Women interview, Billy almost let the details all slip out when she spoke about being abused mentally, emotionally and physically while in a relationship that became toxic, which many fan theories believe it was related to her relationship with Q, as Billy was quoted as saying, When I hear this song, I think of how much trauma he has caused me. The music video for Your Power was equally as beautiful and powerful, but dark, and sees a blonde-haired Billy sitting alone in the Simi Valley Desert in Southern California, at the top of a rocky mountain peak, as a large real-life 80-pound or 36-kilogram anaconda wraps itself around her. By the end of the video clip, the anaconda has pretty much wrapped itself fully around Billy's neck, representing the power struggle that Billy describes in the song, as she feels constricted by certain individuals, perhaps being her ex-boyfriend or those within the industry who have done wrong by her, using their age and power over her. The video was directed by Billy herself and stands at over 127 million views on YouTube and in a way is a callback to the video clip for See Me in a Crown, where Billy is covered in spiders. 
With all this being said, Billy was quoted as saying, This is one of my favourite songs I've ever written. I feel very vulnerable putting this one out, because I hold it so close to my heart. This is about many different situations that we've all either witnessed or experienced. I hope this song can inspire change. Try not to abuse your power. It's really a big subject. It's about a lot of different things. It's sadly very relatable for people. I'm not going to make it about my experiences because it's really hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands and millions of people who have experienced this every single day. It's everywhere you look and I hate it and I wanted to say something and I'm not going to get too deep into the specific lyrics and what they mean and what they're really about but it's a problem that's occurring everywhere you look and everyone is someone or knows someone who's been taken advantage of. Your Power would go on to reach number one in Lithuania, the top five in nine countries including New Zealand, the UK and Finland, and it would reach number nine in Australia and ten in the US, suggesting that despite it being a beautiful and popular song at the time, it really is quite underrated in terms of its charting success. During April 2021, Billy would be spotted by the pesky paparazzi walking her dog Shark and grabbing a coffee with 29-year-old LA-based actor and podcast host Matthew Tyler Vorse. Matthew hosted a horror-themed podcast called Searching for Putty Man that has since been removed. He also acted in some low-budget films and dabbled in screenwriting and theatre. Rumours were now swirling that the two had been seeing each other, with Billy continuing her trend of dating much older men, being only 19 herself. The relationship between the two was made public without their consent when Billy and Matthew were seen attending Doja Cat's 26th birthday party celebrations where the two were said to have been inseparable. The pair of them, however, attempted to keep their relationship as private as possible, with Billy being quoted as saying, I definitely want to keep relationships private. I've had relationships and kept them private, and even the ones that I've had, with the tiny amount that I've let the world see, I regret. I think about the people that have made their relationships public, and then they break up, and it's like, what if it goes bad? Sadly, after around a year of dating, in May 2022, Billy and Matthew called time on their relationship, with rumours of cheating circulating on Matthew's part, and Matthew releasing a statement via his Instagram stories by stating, The fact that thousands of people take time out of their day to write the most heinous things on someone they all never know's posts is the most cowardly thing you can possibly do. Live your own life. Nobody cheated on anyone. Relationships end. Simple as that. Creating rumours and lying on the internet is dangerous. These rumours, however, weren't exactly put to bed, with Billy refusing to comment on their breakup. However, they have both continued to speak highly of one another, even after their breakup, with Billy claiming he was a really good guy, and she hopes that he is in a happier place now. While all this drama was unfolding, Billy's latest single from her upcoming album, titled Lost Cause, was released on the 2nd of June, 2021, 
which details Billy's rejection of a vain and self-centered ex-boyfriend, likely again to be about Q, and how he is a lost cause who can't seem to put his life together as they are far too immature. They lack motivation and weren't exactly the best at treating their lady right. As Billy sings the lines, I used to think you were shy, but maybe you just had nothing on your mind. Maybe you were thinking about yourself all the time. I know you think you're such an outlaw, but you got no job. Gave me no flowers. Wish I didn't care. The track itself, however, was quite slow-paced and it struggled on the mainstream charts, reaching a peak of 9 in Ireland, 14 in the UK, 15 in New Zealand, 18 in Australia and 27 in the US. Billy's fifth single from the upcoming album was titled NDA, meaning Non-Disclosure Agreement, therefore representing an agreement to stop her life from going public. Even with its quirky, catchy and at times distorted beat, it also struggled to take off, reaching just number 16 in Australia, 23 in the UK and 39 in the US. The themes of the track delve into Billy leaving behind her ex-boyfriend, looking ahead to the future and the troubles with her rise to fame, such as struggling to keep private matters away from the media and dangers of fame such as being stalked back in 2020 when she sings the line, had to save my money for security, got a stalker walking up and down the street, says he's Satan and he'd like to meet. The music video for NDA also alludes to this as Billy is seen being followed by a number of strange men. Billy also claims in the song that she even purchased a house in 2019 to hide away from the press and her personal life going public all the time while she jokes about having a guy over only to get him to sign an NDA to ensure he doesn't leak any info about their encounter to the outside world. The pressure of fame has Billy struggling to leave her own house and even thinking about running away from the industry altogether to a tropical paradise in Hawaii, far away from the crazy lifestyle that she currently lives. And while a majority of the track is supposed to be taken lightly with some added humor, it definitely suggests there's much more truth to the lyrics and that perhaps it's all starting to become a bit too much for the young artist. While these tracks were being released, during June 2021, Billy would be swept up in more drama when she was seen in a video on YouTube from when she was younger, lip-syncing the words to the song Fish by Tyler the Creator, where she mouthed the word chink, which is known as an Asian slur, generally associated with the appearance of Asian people and the African-American language known as Blasent. Despite the video being from many years ago as a young teenager of around the age of 13 to 14, Billy herself apologised by saying that she was embarrassed and appalled and wasn't aware that chink was an offensive word. A month later, she would state in an interview, quote, I said so many things then that I totally don't agree with now or think the opposite thing. The weirdest thing is how nothing ever goes away once it's on the internet. When you're a fucking teenager, you don't really know yourself. I didn't actually know how I really felt. 
so I just came up with this facade that I stuck to. Making waves during late June 2021 was a photo shoot and interview conducted by Billy with Vogue magazine where she shocked the world by wearing classical style lingerie in a classy but revealing photo shoot compared to how Billy had covered up in the past with Billy even appearing on the magazine's front cover. With Billy's leading quote from Vogue reading, It's all about what makes you feel good with comparisons being drawn to Marilyn Monroe with her style. The photo shoot was aimed to focus on Billy's power and the meaning behind the song Your Power, which of course, as mentioned earlier, explores that abuse of power in the music industry and in relationships. While trolls on social media of course came out of the woodwork to bag on Billy, many praised Billy, including Elton John, who was quoted as saying, Look at Kesha, Lady Gaga, they've all spoken out about this abuse of power. The more people that write about it, the better. It's been swept under the carpet since music began. Billy is the torch for this new generation of people who say, I'm not putting up with this anymore. During the photo shoot, it was also revealed that Billy had received a second tattoo of a black dragon traveling from her upper thigh and over her hip which was actually completed back in November 2020. Billy has since received a tattoo of three fairies said to be representative of guardian angels from her favourite childhood book called Fairyopolis by Cicely Mary, with the tattoo being located on her wrist and hand, with Billy claiming that it was her favourite tattoo yet. On the 30th of July 2021, With the pressure of backing up the success of Billie's debut album, Billie Eilish would finally release her second studio album and the sixth single from the album, both of which were called Happier Than Ever. Beginning with the album itself, Happier Than Ever was mainly inspired by Billie's self-reflection during the COVID-19 pandemic, would reach number one in a total of 24 countries, including Australia, the US, New Zealand, Canada, across Europe, and the UK. However, in terms of streaming and sales figures, in comparison with her debut album, Happier Than Ever was far less successful commercially. The album was critically praised, however, and while it included some great tracks, it appeared to be a bit too heavily focused on slow, sad ballads, which made the album seem quite repetitive at times, if listened all the way through. Much of the album speaks about depressing and sad topics, such as her struggles in relationships, and mostly about Billy's regret for getting involved with the life of fame and the music industry, as the pressure continues to mount on her, at such a young age and at a vulnerable time in her life when she is still discovering for herself who exactly she is. With Billy herself speaking to Rolling Stone magazine about the album, stating, quote, Almost none of the songs on this album are joyful. I went through some crazy shit and it really affected me and made me not want to go near anyone ever. I don't know how to explain this, but all the songs on the album feel like a specific time, because they feel like when I wrote them and made them. It's so funny that to the rest of the world, it's going to feel like a certain moment for them, and it's going to be so different than mine. 
That's such a weird, weird thing to wrap my head around. As Billy also claimed that the album does provide a good timestamp of where she was at in her life. The album would be once again produced by Phineas in his basement studio of his new LA home. The single Happier Than Ever is a ballad-turned-rock anthem that would reach number two in Malaysia, three in Ireland and Australia, four in New Zealand and the UK, and it would finish at number 11 in the US, and was helped along up the charts after the chorus that reads, You Made Me Hate This City, which became somewhat of a social media trend, most notably on the video-making app TikTok. The song Happier Than Ever delves into a relationship shared with an individual who never shows up for her and often makes her feel unhappy by doing things like calling her up when they're drunk. Fan theories suggest once again that the song is about Billy's ex, Brandon Adams, aka Q. When the rock section of the song breaks out, Billy can be heard belting out screams, which is much different to anything she had done before, as she was quoted as saying, It was very satisfying to scream, because I was very angry. There's so much anger in those songs, anger and disappointment and frustration. The name of both the single and album title was said to have derived from something Billy's mother would often say, as Billy told Rolling Stone magazine, Quote, when you're happier than ever, that doesn't mean you're the happiest that anyone's ever been. It means you're happier than you were before. Resembling the music video for Happier Than Ever, which was directed by Billy herself and saw her thrashing about in a thunderstorm, at the 2022 Grammy Awards, Billy would perform the track live, putting in a mighty performance with her brother Phineas on guitar as she was seen wearing a Taylor Hawkins t-shirt in his honour after he passed earlier in the week, and even performed in an upside-down living room set with water covering the floor. It wouldn't be until much later on in the year, on the 6th of December 2021, that Billy would release her final single from Happier Than Ever, titled Male Fantasy. The track unfortunately failed to chart successfully worldwide, despite being a beautifully arranged track, featuring Billy's soft, soothing vocals and Phineas quietly playing acoustic guitar. Male Fantasy focused on Billy's breakup with her ex-boyfriend, most likely being Q, and filling this void by watching porn, which led her to a spiralling chain of negative thoughts and realisations. While engaging in these habits, Billy finds herself discovering how demeaning porn is to women and how it negatively paints a picture of how men should treat or objectify women, therefore creating a male fantasy. Billy realises that porn most definitely doesn't promote feelings of love and more so relates to lust, which also leads her to doubt if true love even exists or if it can last. As she told Spotify, quote, Male fantasy is really a hopeless realisation and a horrible thing. It's terrible to feel something that you don't want to feel. When questioned on how Billy writes such sexualized songs with her brother Phineas, Billy responded to Rolling Stone magazine and was quoted as saying, 
It's just fun. It's songwriting and it's storytelling. We just have to think about the art of it and not think too hard about the lyrics. Other tracks well worth a listen from the Happier Than Ever album include Billy Bossa Nova, Getting Older, Overheated, Goldwing, and one track in particular that has a very strong message called Not My Responsibility, in which Billy delivers the track in spoken word form and shuts down her haters for fat shaming or slut shaming her in the past or dissing her fashion and style which is mainly pointed towards internet trolls and the media, who often judge her every move and objectify her, drawing unfair conclusions about her as a person because of the way she looks or dresses, and unfairly using her body to compare to others or put herself or others down, when it is her body and no one else's to judge, having already had body image problems herself in the past. The song is perfectly written and reads, Do you know me? Really know me? You have opinions about my opinions, about my music, about my clothes, about my body. Some people hate what I wear. Some people praise it. Some people use it to shame others. Some people use it to shame me. But I feel you watching, always, and nothing I do goes unseen. So while I feel your stares, your disapproval or your sigh of relief, if I lived by them, I'd never be able to move. Would you like me to be smaller, weaker, softer, taller? Would you like me to be quiet? Do my shoulders provoke you? Does my chest? Am I my stomach? My hips? The body I was born with. Is it not what you wanted? If I wear what is comfortable... I am not a woman. If I shed the layers, I'm a slut. Though you've never seen my body, you still judge it. And judge me for it. Why? We make assumptions about people based on their size. We decide who they are. We decide what they're worth. If I wear more, if I wear less, who decides what that makes me? What that means? Is my value based on only your perception? Or is your opinion of me not my responsibility? During a powerful music video that Billy recorded for the track and released during her live shows, Billy can be seen slowly removing layers or pieces of clothing seductively in slow motion, beginning with a hoodie and finishing in a tank top and later her bra, as she asks her haters these questions before fading into the darkness of a black watery substance. Despite covering her body up in the past with multiple layers of clothing and baggy jackets due to these judgy trolls who often got to her through mediums such as Instagram as she often got caught in the trap of reading comments which resulted in her no longer being able to engage with her real fans, Billy looks to be finally ready to tackle these insecurities and is taking them head on no longer afraid to bear all, wear whatever the hell she wants, and stand for her rights and beliefs. While Billy told Genius, quote, Not my responsibility, these are some of my favourite words that I've ever written, and I feel like nobody listened. It's about body image and all the things we are trained to think about bodies, 
and it just makes me laugh because I put it out and everyone was like, yes queen, body positivity. And then like three months later, there's a picture of me in a tank top and the whole internet was like, fat. While Billy also said, quote, sometimes I dress like a boy, sometimes I dress like a swaggy girl, and sometimes I feel trapped by this persona that I have created because sometimes I think people view me not as a woman. That tour video was all about that. It is me saying, look, there is a body underneath these clothes, and you don't get to see it. Isn't that a shame? But my body is mine, and yours is yours. Our own bodies are kind of the only real things which are truly ours. I get to see it, and get to show it when I want to. Despite Billy's courageous statement, she had come under fire a few years before the release of this track, in 2019, during a video for Pitchfork, where Billy was set the task of rating things over or underrated, with Billy rating prom as overrated, and stating, Why is every pretty girl with a horrible looking man? I don't understand. Before a smug and sarcastic Billy says, Listen, I'm not shaming people for their looks, but I am though. Before she continued on by saying, You give an ugly guy a chance, he thinks he rules the world. I swear to God, because they got a hot girl, they think they can be horrible. Like you're still ugly though, can't change that. Maybe that's why guys with small dicks get huge mansions to make up for it, you know? Or like really nice cars. This controversial statement brought Billy a huge amount of backlash and was resurfaced around the time of the Not My Responsibility video, especially due to the fact that she had been so against shaming others for the way that they looked and condemning those that judged her for her looks. In the Pitchfork video, Billy also made a statement where she called parents lazy for sending their kids to school instead of homeschooling, which many found to be in poor taste. For Billy, this would be a low moment, and to be fair, seemed very hypocritical of her. Sadly, she failed to apologise for making the remark, and has since moved on. But now, of course, whenever Billy speaks about body shaming of herself or others, this pitchfork video would often be brought up, as like Billy stated earlier, you can't escape the internet. During December 2021, around the time of the male fantasy song release, Billy would open up to the press about her battle in the past with an addiction to watching pornography, as she was quoted as saying, I think porn is a disgrace. I used to watch a lot of porn to be honest. I started watching porn when I was like 11. I think it really destroyed my brain, and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. I thought that's how you learned how to have sex. I was watching abusive porn, to be honest, when I was like 14. Billy claimed that she often heard her brother's friends talking about it, which made her want to be, quote, one of the boys, so she started watching it as well. Billy claims that watching this style of hardcore porn gave her nightmares and has most likely affected her decisions in life in regards to what she is attracted to and in regards to how she should be treated in relationships. As mentioned earlier, Billy also found herself being angry 
at how porn portrays all women to have perfect bodies when not everyone actually looks like that. Sadly, Billy isn't alone in all of this, as porn addiction and exposure to porn from a young age is disturbingly on the rise as the internet becomes more easily accessible to younger generations, which is something that seriously needs to be looked into. On the 3rd of February 2022, Billy's next live tour would begin, called Happier Than Ever, The World Tour. Billy would perform 90 shows around the world, travelling across the US and Canada, Australia and New Zealand, Asia and Europe, with shows still set to run until late August 2023 across the US, Canada, Europe and South America. And at only 20 years of age, Billy would be performing at gigs in front of 20 to 30,000 people only four years after performing for 500 to 1,000 people at the age of 16. So far, the Happier Than Ever tour has been a huge success, with many including Billy herself, claiming it's the best show that she's ever put on out of all of her tours so far. With Billy's incredible stage presence, high energy and showmanship on display, as she would stage dive, contort her body in strange positions, engage with the crowd, asking questions and talking about herself, as if the audience are her family or friends, she would have intimate slowed acoustic performances with Phineas by her side, and even engaged in massive crowd games such as Squid Game, where sections of the crowd would have to remain still and not be seen moving, otherwise they are eliminated, which took place during the song, You Should See Me In A Crown. With Billy becoming so big, she did however have to give up one pastime that she loved, and that was shopping in public. After rocking up to Costco around this time, Billy was swarmed by fans to the point that it became so dangerous that she now requires her assistance to shop for her. Fame has always been something that Billy has grappled with, claiming she hated it in the beginning before loving it later on, around the time of her debut album blowing up, only for her to now have mixed feelings about fame, especially when it comes to things like trolls, stalkers and death threats. Billy claims that she loves interacting with her fans and performing live, but that like anyone else, she has her bad days where she feels depressed or antisocial, and that signing autographs, doing press or multiple interviews, and the exhausting touring schedule sometimes becomes a bit too much. Phineas and Billy claim that as their catalogue of songs got bigger and better, concerts became more enjoyable, however, as in the beginning, they were performing a headline gig off an 8-track EP that wasn't full of amazing tracks to play live, like slow ballads, while their early touring schedule was simply not a good balance of work, sleep and leisure, which sent Billy into her darkest period of depression that she says took her three years to recover from during the ages of 13 to 16. In order to deal with this increased workload and the fame, Billy enjoys taking time out on tour when she can by going for bike rides, horse riding, going to the gym and sightseeing, but usually has to be smart about how she dresses as her usual flamboyant and unique style draws attention. 
During March 2022, a Disney film called Turning Red was released to the public, with Billy and Phineas working on tracks for the film's soundtrack, as Phineas himself portrayed a character in the boy band 4Town, who features heavily in the plot of the film, with songs being titled One True Love, Nobody Like You, and You Know What's Up. While Billy also appeared as a guest on Sesame Street, singing a song called Elmo's Number Adventure, alongside the furry little red fella himself. During June 2022, at Billy's live shows, Billy debuted a new song that she had been working on, called TV, which was about her depressive state after a breakup, most likely with actor and podcaster Matthew Tyler Vorse, where their breakup occurred in May 2022, leading Billy to just want to lay around, feel sorry for herself, and just watch senseless TV, where other people were being hurt instead of herself, such as the show Survivor, as mentioned in the song. As Billy realises that all her friends have left her after she cast them aside while in the relationship, leaving her lonely and vulnerable in her time of need. The track TV also made reference to huge topics in the world at the time, such as the controversial overturning of Roe vs Wade, with Billy herself, among others, being of the belief that overturning this decision is against both constitutional and women's rights, while also mentioning the chaos of life currently, including the celebrity court battle between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, which seem to draw people in from all around the world. As she sings the lines, The internet's gone wild, watching movie stars on trial, while they're overturning Roe vs Wade. The same day the news of the decision came through to overturn Roe vs Wade, Billy was about to headline Glastonbury and would become the youngest to headline the mega festival, just months after achieving the same feat at Coachella at just the age of 20. In regards to these lyrics in the song, Billy was quoted as saying, We were at this house and I was sitting with the dogs in the grass. My mum came out and she just stood there, and she went, they overturned it. We all were just like, God, it was like a curtain of doom. I mean, there was almost no even reaction. I had this, I guess, now that I think about it, unrealistic hope that that wouldn't happen. We wrote that line when the news got out about the fact that they were considering overturning it, and we wrote that line then. It's a really scary world right now. With the song TV being debuted, Billy began to stir rumours that she had been working on a third studio album while talking to both Ellen DeGeneres on her show and Zane Lowe from BBC One Radio. Billy would claim that more was to come in 2023, with writing and production set to get underway that same year. With fans itching for new music and the relevance of the themes of the songs being suited to the current time, Billy and Phineas decided to release a surprise two-track EP on the 21st of July 2022 called Guitar Songs, which featured two acoustic ballads, one being the previously mentioned track TV and the second being a new track titled The 30th. The mini EP 
features Billy's breathtaking vocals and Phineas's beautiful acoustic guitar playing, with both tracks reaching the top 40 in Australia, New Zealand, the UK and even in Iceland. The song The 30th, on the other hand, was about a real-life tragedy that happened on the 30th of November 2021, where a friend of Billy's was injured in a horrific traffic accident, but luckily she survived the incident. The car, however, was a wreck, and Billy and Phineas were both left scarred and traumatised by the accident, as Billy was there by her side and emphasises in the song how grateful she is that her friend survived. During October 2022, a fan uploaded a video to TikTok that happened to go viral of Billie Eilish holding hands with the neighbourhood frontman Jesse Rutherford as they were seen leaving a haunted house together at the Halloween Horror Nights in LA. Covered in tattoos from head to toe, Jesse and his band The Neighbourhood are likened to the band The 1975 style and are known best for the hit song, Sweater Weather. Not too long after, the pair were spotted having dinner together at a vegan restaurant before photos of the pair kissing were leaked to the press. This worried fans of Billy, however, as some labelled Jesse as a creep, as he was 31 years of age and Billy was just 20. Not to mention... Billy had idolised the neighbourhood, their music and Jesse himself ever since she was a young girl and even met him for the first time back in 2016 as a 15 year old where she admitted that she always had a fangirl crush on him. By Halloween 2022, Billy essentially announced that they were dating by uploading a series of photos together on her Instagram. But one photo in particular would have many of Billy's fans concerned, as one of them showed Billy dressed as a baby, wearing a bonnet, and Jesse as a creepy old man. While some put this down to the pair mocking those that claim their relationship was strange and inappropriate due to the age gap, others found the costumes to be disturbing and distasteful, and suggested that Billy had been groomed. Despite this, Billy claims to be very happy and says she's excited for the future together, as a bewildered Billy told Vanity Fair magazine, quote, I managed to get my way to a point in my life where I not only was known by a person that I thought was the hottest fucking fucker alive, but pulled his ass. Jesse Rutherford, everyone, I pulled his ass, or me. I did that shit. I locked that motherfucker down. Billy continued on by stating, Quote, I just need to be touching skin all the time. Touching and cuddling and hugging and anything skin related is a really big thing for me. Space, love and attention and equal admiration. I'm just really inspired by this person and you know, he's inspired by me, which is really cool. Billy and Jesse are still together up to this point in which this podcast was released after the pair had made an appearance together on the red carpet at the LACMA event, with the pair draped under a Gucci-branded blanket together, wearing pyjamas. During 2022, Billy also conducted her sixth interview for Vanity Fair, who released a video of Billy currently reflecting on her younger self from six years ago, 
when her career first started to take off. Looking back at her first Vanity Fair interview, Billy felt embarrassed by her younger self, but also thought it was nice to reflect and made her feel closer to herself. The biggest takeaways from the videos was the change in Billy's attitude for the better, as she claimed she was much more happier and positive today, and had achieved so many things that she had hoped for in the past, which gave her a sense of pride. Billy would also give some examples of what she felt was next for her in a year's time, claiming that she wanted to go skydiving or bungee jumping, rescue some horses, get an electric car, and hit the gym harder than ever. As 2023 rolled around, in early January, Billy and her family would be left shaken after their family home in Highland Park, LA, had been broken into by a man who was later arrested. The family had seen a man in dark clothing and a mask jumping their fence into their backyard where he lurked around. Yet it's believed that he wasn't able to steal anything as police arrived at the scene and took him into custody. This was just another incident to add to the long list of home invasions and stalkings that the Eilish family had endured since Billy had rose to fame, with one of the earlier trespassings happening in 2019 when Billy's home and location had been leaked online which led to a bunch of her fans showing up to Billy's front doorstep. This prompted the family to invest in a private security guard who would sleep in their living room. With Billy at the time telling Rolling Stone magazine, quote, It was really traumatising. I completely don't feel safe in my house anymore, which sucks. I love my house. Then just a year later, in 2020, a 24-year-old male trespasser by the name of Prenel Rosea entered the property unlawfully on several occasions after locating the house through Google Street View. When the man was finally caught, he would have a temporary restraining order placed on him and Google Street View were ordered to blur out Billy's family home. Once again, a year later in early 2021, a 23-year-old man named John Hurl was arrested for stalking Billy and had a five-year civil harassment restraining order placed on him after the man in question had been seen camping outside Billy's place across the road at a local school on several occasions since December 2022. Billy expressed to the court that she often saw him perching on a fence outside their home so he can get a better look into their house. While Billy claims that he even acted out slitting his own throat by running his thumb across his neck as if to insinuate that he was going to do this to Billy. According to the blast, in court, Billy claims she was caused, quote, emotional injury including fear for my safety, fear for the safety of my family, and loss of my sense of peace and tranquility and security in my home and personal space, resulting from the repeated instances of harassment. I no longer feel safe going outside my home and enjoying basic physical exercise in my neighbourhood, as he could attempt to approach and hurt me. Every time I see him, I just want to scream. 
with Billy estimated to be worth around 35 to 50 million dollars and her fame reaching superstar status, it may be time for Billy and her family to think about installing better security measures, such as a security fence, or even think about relocating, as they have now encountered a number of close calls, which will only increasingly get more dangerous, which is a sad reality when she loves her family home, which she feels made her who she is today. But relocating may be for the best, and at the end of the day, she does have her mansion in Glendale there, if they needed to relocate. Billy would tell Vanity Fair, quote, My relationship with my home has not changed, just like with my parents and my brother. I think it's a bit jarring for some people who grew up with me or haven't seen me in a long time. They come over to see us and see that it's exactly the same. It's as if you walked in here and it's 2003. There's no sign that a famous person exists within 200 feet of this area. I mean, it's really funny. I have to remind myself what my life actually is to the outside world because I just forget sometimes. My life really honestly feels the same as it did when I was a child except that I don't have any friends. Not to mention that Billy also views her parents' home as the place that, quote, formed me. It made me who I am and gave me the opportunities that I got. I don't think I'd have any of the same anything if it wasn't for my hometown. While Billy's career had well and truly blown up, Phineas, who had often been the unsung mastermind behind her music, was attempting to forge his own path as an alternative pop artist. Since Billy started to take off in 2016 with Ocean Eyes up to 2023, Phineas had released an EP in 2019 titled Blood Harmony, and he most recently released his debut studio album titled Optimist in 2021. And while both releases weren't nearly as successful as his sister's, he has managed to create his own solid and loyal fan base and has done quite well for himself on the alternative charts in the US, with Optimist reaching number 9 in the States. Some of his most popular tracks include Break My Heart Again, Let's Fall In Love For The Night, I Lost A Friend, and Till Forever Falls Apart. In total, Phineas has also won 14 awards, both with Billy and on his own, with his most prolific being an Academy Award, a Golden Globe and a Grammy for No Time to Die, with his Grammy total being 8, which is actually one ahead of his sister Billy. While of course, helping his sister rise up the charts with his incredible songwriting ability and production skills, Phineas has also worked with the likes of Ringo Starr, Camilla Caballo, Tate McRae, Ben Platt, Halsey, Tove Lowe, Kid Cudi, and his most notable collaborations were with Justin Bieber with his song Lonely, where Phineas helped to write and produce the track with Justin, while Phineas also worked with Selena Gomez on her song Lose You To Love Me, which he produced for her, with both of these songs of course being major hits around the world. Phineas also worked on soundtrack albums for films The Fallout and Vengeance, and of course has appeared on late-night talk shows like Jimmy Fallon and Saturday Night Live with Billie Eilish herself 
and Phineas would even appear as a mentor on American Idol. Phineas is today 25 years old and continues to work as a solo artist and as a co-collaborator, producer and performer alongside his beloved sister, Billie. Their mother Maggie is now 63 years old and runs her own non-for-profit vegan charity called Support and Feed, as well as also continuing to manage Billy and tour alongside her children. Billy and Phineas's father Patrick also works on tour with Billy and as mentioned earlier, works on the backstage crew, as well as in maintenance. He is currently 65 years of age. To this day, Billy has won an amazing 92 awards from 119 nominations, an incredible feat that many artists would be envious of at just the age of 21, with the most impressive of those facts being that she has won an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, seven Grammys, and is the youngest artist to headline Glastonbury, Coachella. She has won all four of the top Grammy categories, and is the youngest to do so, and is also the youngest to win the Triple Crown, being an Oscar, Grammy, and Golden Globe. Billy also holds two Guinness World Records for most simultaneous US Hot 100 entries by a female artist, and youngest female artist at number one on the UK Albums Chart. And according to Rolling Stone magazine, in 2023, they rank Billy as number 198 of the best 200 singers in the world of all time. Now with two worldwide number one albums to her name and her worldwide number one hit bad guy, Billie Eilish is today regarded as one of the biggest names in the music industry today. Billie is highly regarded by the likes of Elton John, Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran, Youngblood, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Julia Roberts, Dave Grohl, and even Paul McCartney, just to name a few. Overall, Billy's incredible, gentle and unique vocal ability, her visualisation portrayed in her music videos, and her whole stage persona and appearance is a recipe for superstardom. With the help of her talented brother Phineas, and the love and support of her parents Maggie and Patrick, Billy has the potential to go a long way in her career and has the potential to be regarded as one of the biggest artists of all time if she manages to remain on this upwards trajectory. Her music is reshaping the industry with Phineas's hard-hitting beats, Billy's gentle, soft and soothing, but at times dark and haunting vocal style, and both siblings' experimental songwriting ability that sees them drawing from all experiences and perspectives in life to create brilliant tracks in a mature and creative way. And while Billy has overcome many battles and challenges of her own in her young life, such as fending off trolls and bullying, slipping up in interviews and saying the wrong things, relationship issues and being judged for her appearance and her style of music, Billy has rose above the hate climbed her way out of her debilitating depression that once threatened to end her life and made an exceptional strong woman of herself that she can look in the mirror and be proud of. All in all, it's now clear that Billy, who is only 21 herself, is inspiring a new generation of quirky and creative artists 
looking to break the mould of the cookie cutter pop star, just like she had, which can only be a good thing for the music industry, which is in desperate need of a shake-up. What's next for Billie is anyone's guess, as she has expressed in the past that she would one day love to have children, and it's even possible that we could see her pop up in more acting roles in the future. After recently starring as a woman's empowerment cult leader named Eva in the Amazon Prime series, The Swarm. One thing looks to be certain, however, and that is that Billie Eilish is currently working on her third studio album, which is bound to become yet another commercial success. The only thing left to wonder is will Billie opt for a different sound, or will she continue to produce the Billie Eilish-style tracks that we know and love today. Thank you for tuning into that episode. Don't forget to check out our other episodes from Season 1 and 2, ranging from Kurt Cobain and Freddie Mercury to Prince, Chasey Chapman and Stevie Nicks, and up-and-comers like Youngblood, Tones and I, and The Kid Leroy. For more information regarding this episode, including weekly updates and more, head to our Facebook page at Lyrics of Their Life Podcast, or our website at lyricsoftheirlife.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and even YouTube and Spotify, where you can find a range of playlists featuring the music of every artist covered in the Lyrics of Their Life podcast so far. If you really enjoy the podcast and would like to give back for the hard work that goes into it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, or you can now rate the podcast on Spotify. Don't forget to let your friends and family know about what they've been missing out on, and feel free to click the free subscribe or follow button to the podcast wherever you listen, so you can receive a notification every time a new episode becomes available. If you would like to support the podcast financially, then please feel free to head to Patreon or buymeacoffee.com where you can contribute your support for the podcast in exchange for some bonus content, ranging from as little as $1 donations to really anything you like. Every bit of support is greatly appreciated and it means I can continue to bring you more great episodes in the future. This podcast is created and researched completely independently, so your contribution would really help this podcast continue on. Once again, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm your host Adam Hampton, and this is Lyrics of Their Life.